Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. It's okay if you aren't ready for kids right now. It's okay if you don't want to be a mom now or even ever. It's nobody's decision but yours. But do you know what's not okay? Not knowing how effective your birth control is. Talk to your doctor about effective birth control options so you can make an informed decision. Tap to learn more. For me, there's nothing better than showcasing my joy. As a matter of fact, you all get to hear it twice a week, every week. <laughs> Our friends at Frito-Lay know that joy is bold, vivacious, and so contagious. Joy gives life flavor, rhythm, and vibes. And when joy takes flight, it can't be contained. It's robust. More than a smile or a laugh, it's an infectious experience. So here's to all the creators that inspire us with your creativity and passion. Let's keep filling the world with joy and make sure you look out for the My Joy campaign powered by Frito-Lay. Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? Just like me, they long to be close to you. Why do stars fall down from the sky every time you walk by? Just like me, they long to be close to you. <laughs> Thank you. Just give me a, just a little carpenters. Oh for my the goodness! <laughs> such a mellow yacht rock transition. I love it. <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas! Welcome to getting grown. The vocal stylings yeah, featuring the, Lord, the vocal niggas. stylings of Jade of All Jades. How are you doing, sister? Big. Um, I'm good. I. uh yeah, I'm good. You know, it's I, I can't complain because um, there are people who have so much more to yes, complain yes, about. Yes, and so yes. I won't do so. I'm grateful for all that I have and for safety um, and for good health. And that's where I'm going to stay. I'm standing in my gratitude right now. Standing on business. You know, oh God. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes standing on gratitude please do not mind mm-hmm. me but yes I... <laughs> no i too have been using that foolish essay all it. over the place I just mocking the young means. people i hate that i am I a part of it i hate it i hate when i know what they mean exactly. when they say it, even it's though like, oh. by your definition you're not standing on business young person by your definition <laughs> you're standing on sponsorship you're standing <laughs> Speaking of which, okay. 
Oh, for, okay, for how are you? <laughs> I too am well. I'm safe. I have what I need. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, what is like the adult equivalent of like senioritis? <laughs> like it's like the end of the year. It's like Decemberitis. I'm very much like uh, it's. Is it? It's end of year burnout. Like, when are we? <laughs> pri- yeah, end of year burnout. It's very much giving like. When can we close our computers already? <laughs> like I'm sick of Ooh. it. Oh my gosh. I'm because I already have people who are like, hi, I emailed you. I'm like, yeah, you might catch me in the two four. It's very much like, you. let's table this until next year. <laughs> let's have true let's circle back and come back to this in the new year. You know. And I'm 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 just, you know, in part I've been sort of going back and forth about this because I'm grateful as well. Very grateful. It's been a full year, but it's been a dynamic year. I've learned a lot. I've seen a lot. I've accomplished a lot. And I'm grateful yeah. um, for all of the things that I've been blessed to do. But, you know, I saw yeah. a meme on Instagram a couple of days ago that was talking about you can do what you love and be very grateful and uh, love what you do and love mm-hmm. where you do it and how you do it and still be tired and still need a break. Yes. And I just feel like yes, you the can. pace of uh, the pace at which we work uh, is catching up with me. And I I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but um, I I got a chance to reconnect with Dr. Friesbrit at Ash. Ah! And you know, every, every time I have time with her, it's just so restorative. Like it's just mm. real, real mentorship. She just fills my cup back up. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, hearing her name. Oh, fills she's my cup. Just, just so good on its own. And so yeah. I just and I t- and I shared with her. I had the opportunity to thank her because it's like, you know, uh, not only have you been sort of a model and a mentor for me in sort of negotiating my career in professional or academic spaces, but she is such an exemplar for how mm-hmm. to age and how to mm-hmm. just grow and get better um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how to take care of yourself in a way that ensures Mm -hmm. your longevity because Mm -hmm. she's very intentional and uh um it's very inspirational the way that she prioritizes her self maintenance and she told me very plainly she was like takia you're getting older and she was like i know Mm. you know you know we're the kind of women we've been working all of our lives and you know work is sort of all we know but she was like the older you mm-hmm. get the more rest you need mm-hmm. she was like again, i know Dr. that you Freeze feel Freeze. like you know you know it's easy to sort of fall into feeling like why am i so tired all the time it's like because you work and in order you work hard and that takes another Hello. level of it, it, it requires an investment of energy because you have to bring your full self to everything that you do and yeah you know, it's easy to sort of be depleted and to be drained. We have to be intentional about doing things that restore us and fill us back up. And so yes. that was one of the main takeaways I had from that conversation. Like a lot of times I feel like, you know, why am I so tired? It's like, because I'm working and I'm working hard and I'm giving, yeah. giving of myself in the ways that I'm supposed to, but I should not be feeling bad about requiring more rest it means that i am working at my best and Mm -hmm. um the more i rest the better i become it's not like a trade-off where you know i guess you know all of my life there's been this programming around like don't be lazy don't be sitting around idle doing nothing and i've really been trying to i don't want nobody sleeping in my house yeah (laughs) like how many Mm -hmm. how much of that 
And I don't think I really dealt with or really considered how much of that is ingrained into you until it's just sort of like that internal dialogue. Yeah. And like get us, get exactly. up for what? So much of to how I what, speak to actually. myself is how my parents spoke to me. And it's yeah. not their fault, but it's just, it was their reality in a way. And mm-hmm. my reality is different. And thankfully I'm, I am, my life is set up in a way where I can have, I, I don't have to go as hard. Yeah. All the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and so that requires a level of reprogramming. And I'm hoping that in 2024, that's something that I can prioritize. No, that's real. Yeah. That's insane. And I'm actually using the season to rest. Yeah. And I'm grateful that I have the, the privilege mm-hmm. to do so. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take advantage of that because niggas be tired. You know what I'm saying? And then energetically, the world is just sucking so much out of us. That so it's, much. You know, like we just got to try to restore where we can. Engaging mm-hmm. social media does sort of deplete it does. Your energy. It does. And while we do need to stay informed, we need to be intentional about because the thing about it, too, is you can't do your part to contribute to anything positive and change if you're exhausted out of your mind all of the time you know what i'm saying like you gotta you gotta restore yourself so that you can actually be useful love that you know for the for the cause so um i'm glad that that's what you're focusing on and i you know we're gonna be accountability partners in our rest not just sleep but rest intentional intentional rest rest and stillness and all of the things that you know bring us joy and ease because i think those are things that we have earned um yes in in so many different ways so i'm excited and speaking of things that we have earned it's been quite some time since we have had some conversation about the trash and we just thought that it would be best to sort of close out the year by a little with a little trash i mean sometimes we just gotta you know so much is happening in the world let's sit and talk it through let's just work it through let's just Let's just get it all out. We know we see the comments. Folks have been asking us to weigh in on things or this or that. And this is just our opportunity to say, all right, this is what we think about these things. About a couple of little things yeah. going on. Let's get it done. Um, no, we did not discuss T.I. and his big tooth son. Ain't. Uh, and ain't. No. <laughs> and won't. And <laughs> Standing on business is as far as it's going to go around here. That's it. Exactly. That's where we're going to be. That's where we're going to begin and end it. That's it. Uh, But with that being said, you know, um, before we move into this trash segment with our amazing guest. Yes, another one. Um, Peace and love to the people of Gaza. Yes. And, you know, we continue. We continue to stand uh, with you all. And all of the in the Congo and Tigray and Sudan and uh, and across the world mm-hmm. um, of oppression because this is a world full of oppression. Uh, every six days there is the same holiday celebrated in a different location, and it is the most celebrated holiday in the world, and that is emancipation from the British. Um, it is independence that. of a particular country. It is the most celebrated holiday in the world. Didn't know that. Just on different dates. And it is celebrated every six days somewhere. So. That's rich. With that being said, uh, let's move on into the sh- trash segment with our lovely guests. Let's do it. 
Is 2024 bringing exciting or unexpected changes to your life? Well, here's a little secret weapon to help you face those challenges with more confidence. A great term life insurance policy. Yes, really. Fabric by Gerber Life makes it simple to protect your family's financial future so you can focus on what's ahead, knowing that your family's protected if something else unexpected happens. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric has flexible policies that fit your family and your budget with quality policies like million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. It's all online and on your schedule. No appointments, scheduling or piles of paperwork. Just apply when it's convenient for you. Something a parent really needs. You could go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. There's no risk to apply. They have a 30 day money back guarantee and you can cancel at any time. Fabric is partnered with Gerber Life, trusted by millions of families like yours for over 50 years. With over 1,800 five-star reviews, they're rated as excellent on Trustpilot. And Fabric has more than just life insurance. It's a one-stop shop that also has free digital wills, investment accounts that let you save for your kid's future, and you can manage your family's finances right from your phone. So your family's prepared for anything. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash grown. That's meetfabric.com slash grown. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash grown. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company. Not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. All right, welcome back. Welcome, Blacks. Uh, We are always excited because, you know, the kitchen table is a wonderful place where we get to sit and share space and time with many brilliant people and persons. Okay, and today is no exception. We're excited to welcome our good sister friend to the show. Is this your first time? This is my first that- time on the GG. I do not. Is this uh- a- sis right? <laughs> See, I, I was surprised <laughs> to admit that. I'm almost a little embarrassed to admit that, but anyway, wow. Everybody. Are we not in sync? I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I'm actually quite stunned. At no, that before you came on, I was talking to Shar and I was like, "Is this your first time on Get Grown?" She was like, "Yeah," and we. I was like, "Nah, can't be." Like, I don't believe it. Can't that. be. I'm in, I'm humiliated because I, yeah, Key and I have been I'm, talking about this for so long. Quite <laughs> what? Quite embarrassed. Anywho, but continue. Everyone, welcome to the show. <laughs> Our our fantastic sister friend Shar, welcome Shar. Shar say so. Hey Shar, Joselle. Hey Kia. Hey Jade. Thank you for having me on Getting Grown. Of course, We're, you're such a professional. I know. Please. I can't like help a real it. life a real life journalist. 
I I'm over here help it. And screaming in the microphone. Thank you for having me. This is not Hoda and whoever the fuck. It's. <laughs> I mean, what a difference. This is us. A trained journalist in the seat. We like, hey, girl. <laughs> right. What's up? No, listen. I'm so I'm wonderful. Gonna, I'm going to gonna loosen here. up. I can't help it. I'm an earth sign and I, I can be really by the book sometimes. So we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. Per, we big Percy. Char is a Capricorn, yes, just ma'am. so you all know if you're wondering. They're like, which one? Are you Taurus? Are you Virgo? Key is like, I don't know what any of that means. I'm just all listening good. for my name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, Char, you know, we will allow you to, to introduce yourself for those of you who may be yes. living under a rock and don't or not already familiar, but, you know, as an award winning. Journalist, thought leader, media personality, Ooh, uh, activist—you know, Ooh. just you know, just just a, a, a Jane of all trades. Uh, and yes. you know, we're just so <laughs> grateful to have you here to, to sit down, and we're just going to talk about the things that have been happening. It's been a while since we've talked happenings and mm-hmm. and you know what's going on in this crazy wheelhouse of a world that we find ourselves in mm-hmm. but you know we're, we're welcome we would like to welcome you to join us in this foray down in and through the, the pop culture but yes you are welcome yeah Yes, Welcome. thank you for having me, and thank you for that great introduction. You you placed I mean, the A word on me. Activist is very, very heavy title to place on me. I don't know if I would label myself think, an activist, yeah. Kia, but I well, am I an award-winning journalist. live out loud in a way that inspires us all. Yes, yes, yes thank you, thank you. And I yes. do think mm-hmm. that me just showing up is yes. a form of activism. So thank That's you for that, That's what I'm sis. saying. Yes. Thank Hello. you. Absolutely. That's what I'm black saying. Black women. I mean, black women in tech. Out here. Out here. But, you know, Shar's been featured on BET, Essence, uh, BuzzFeed, yep. down to the TMZ, yep. Fox Soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, on, oh, that yes. Grape Juice, Variety. <laughs> okay. Uh, all up and down through the digital, uh, the print mm-hmm. and digital media. Also a radio personality, mm-hmm. if you will, yes. podcast host. Mm-hmm. Uh, television yes. host you've been down here holding the microphone for a long time Char you really have I, Char I have. you've really been doing the work I love I that for us mm-hmm. love that for us all uh, so well before we before we like get into like you know Oscar the Grouch oh. I just want to know <laughs> what is Char seeing for his especially since we are at the end of 2023 uh-huh. what is Char seeing for herself for 2024 especially with all these accolades under your belt already yes what's next for sure for for 2024 i am pleased to announce that i am going into 2024 more optimistic than i probably ever have been in recent years i'd say love that so i'm just seeing more favor and more blessings and more good times you know i'm not claiming any strife we're gonna have some good times in 2024 and maybe take things to the next level so i'm excited for it i love that i received that as well yes yes okay ashe (laughs) so be it and it shall be done Kia, take us into our trash. All right. So um, I don't know. Where can we begin? I would like to begin on a high note. Okay. okay. No spoilers, but I know that we all have seen Renaissance the film. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And yes, I just thought that we might spend a little time here just, just 
uh, reflecting on high points, uh, you know, points of inspiration, favorite parts. Uh, I can begin if folks need a minute to think, but I just want us to sort of start at the top because Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. certainly top of mind for me. Uh, Just how Beyonce continues to uh, elevate the standard of performance And I love that she includes us and brings us along and shares with us the journey of how all of these things come to be and to all the many facets and layers of who she is as a performer, as a businesswoman, as a creative, as a director, as a leader, and just as a black woman. Favorite part for me, and then I'll shut up. When Beyonce, (laughs) you know, I just... You know, I just love that Beyonce always finds a way to make us feel like we is we is one of her good good girlfriends. Mm-hmm. When she uh, speaks, she does she it, does have it, a tendency to do that. It just feels like we are talking on the phone, okay? Mm-hmm. And when Beyonce was talking about how, as a black woman in leadership, you know, everything that she says is challenged in a way. Mm-hmm. And that every conversation that she has with her team of persons that she hired to execute her vision, they want to they want to tussle and go back and forth with her. And there's this constant proving like I have Mm -hmm. to prove to you Mm -hmm. that I know what I'm doing. And I literally said out loud in the theater, they do that to Beyonce. I mean, they do it. How do they do that to be? Come on. I mean, Lord, how would if Beyonce is getting it, then I want to just hang it up. But the exhaustion (laughs) that comes behind having to not only know what you're doing, but Mm -hmm. teach everyone else and bring them along with you and convince and and mm-hmm. and repeat yourself. Hello, you repeat over and yourself. over again. Yeah. And you gotta have <laughs> yeah. your receipts. Like people try ready you. to go. They try you. Ready and to this go. Happens to me in the workplace. I know it happens to everyone. But mm-hmm. I just love that Beyonce was so authentic in that moment to to disclose and share with us. Like, yeah, girl, me too. Yes. Yeah. They are I down here trying said, uh, me too. When she, when she said this bitch yes. won't stop, I'm not going to give up. Now that should be the merch. That should be yes. the merch <laughs> okay. right there. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm I must Beyonce. Beyonce. You heard it. Give us our credit. Thank I must you. say Thank I you, did Beyonce. enjoy that part a lot, Kia, because it demystified. Like, yes. I tend to romanticize that. I guess Beyonce is calling the shots, and people there. There's a degree of fear there. You better get in line, we'll otherwise listen. somebody's just, getting fired. You know? quickly, exactly. And to, somebody's getting fired. Okay, and to know that that's not the case. It was in a twisted way, a bit refreshing. And I will say for me, I saw Renaissance twice. I saw the concert, uh-huh. the actual concert oh, twice. Same. Right. Same, oh, same, yeah. same. For me, same. Yes. I would have appreciated because I know a lot of people don't like life is but a dream from 2013. That was on HBO, but I, I did. wanted more behind the scenes. Yes. Me too. Cause life is but a dream. Is that the documentary with performances peppered in? Yes. Yeah. And I yes. would have preferred okay. way more. I hope more that Beyonce. that. I hope that she gives us one day like the making of Renaissance, not the tour, but like the album. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to know what made her Mm -hmm. tap on Mm T.S. Madison's shoulder for Cozy or like, Mm -hmm. you know, how was church? What does church girl mean to Beyonce? Does it mean the same thing that it means to me? So these are what I need to know. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And sort of like, what are all of the things that she because even when I listen to songs like America's Got a Problem. 
uh-huh. or summer renaissance. I'm constantly like, what prompted Beyonce to say that? Or what inspired? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like certain certain lines, just the, the cadence, certain choices mm-hmm. I would love to know about. I would love to see. And I think, I think why we why we have that is I think she gave us a taste of that in homecoming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wanted more of more of the homecoming vibe mm-hmm. in Renaissance. Muchas gracias. Renaissance time. was much more All right, I will about see the you concert the and, we, under, and we loved it. Okay. Year. We will mm-hmm. continue to watch it. But I would love to see more of the rehearsals, more of the, yes. the conversations. You know, I wanted, yeah. I loved when Beyonce was giving them notes. Cut that light out. Okay. Yes. No, turn, mm-hmm. turn that off. I needed that. Mm-hmm. I love to see, because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, what Fatima said in the opening uh, scenes, she was like, Beyonce is the director of this show and we are executing her vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to see Beyonce, the director. I want to see yes. Beyonce calling the shots. Yes. I want to see even Beyonce producing like, you know, how, you know, how she sort of put together all the fashion looks throughout the movie. Like, you mm-hmm. know, was it about showcasing the outfit, the design? Like, what is the inspiration mm-hmm. behind all of this? Was there, yeah, mm-hmm. was there any, what was the method behind the madness? And I if I may, if I Please. may, if you all mm-hmm. recall, at the beginning, she was flipping through a picture book, going through all of the iterations of the stage. Scenes. And she said it took yes, four steps. years to make this tour. So I would like to see that as well. But I do have to kind of sort of shift gears because I was disappointed with one aspect of this documentary. Okay. Just one. Okay. Just one. Let's okay. talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about it. If you blinked, if you were in the theater and you blinked, you totally missed the Destiny's Child moment. <laughs> Did no, absolutely. Yeah. I needed more. And further, I needed more. Char, further, Shar, in the moment, it was everybody's back. Like, yes. They were all yeah. in an embrace. And I mean, you could tell who they were because we know who they were, but we did not right. see. But we just also, saw them hug. If I may, in addition to, <laughs> she said... The old girls from Destiny's Child yes. and Kelly and Michelle. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> she did. So, you know, yeah, that would have, it would have been nice to get a little bit more, but I feel like, you know, people are intentional with the things that they do for a reason. And I feel like maybe and it's coming. Because I think we got a long way to Perhaps. go. Renaissance is Well, three I parts. was mad because we didn't even get a... I thought that we didn't get a picture of all of them together because we were going to get a we treat didn't. in the damn documentary. But I did Agreed. notice that she did not say LaToya and Latavia's name. I personally don't think there's bad blood there, but I do think people need to let no, go no, no, of the idea that. of a damn DC5. I, I do not believe that's going to happen. I think I, the only DC shot. we're going to get is the three. No. I agree. First of all, I 101 million percent agree. <laughs> We're not getting it. I see. Then Carlos King's messy ass released that fucking uh, Latavia uh, interview mm-hmm. with Latavia, which I don't think was done five minutes ago, but decided to release it now, mm-hmm. which I think was just you know exactly what you were doing when you did what you did. Mm-hmm. And so I just no, it's not happening. <laughs> it's I not happening, hoping, and I want people to. Hang I was it up. hoping that. Maybe not the extent of a DC five, so to speak, but mm-hmm. I thought that there would be some sort of revival reunion event. Maybe not a tour, okay? But maybe there would be something. <laughs> a song because of, all of, of them once. were in Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
for the days that Beyonce was there. And I was just yeah. under the assumption that they were working. It wasn't that, you know, niggas had just come into Houston three days before the concert just to kick it. Well, I I do wonder I if they would have to choose a different name because, you know, Matthew o- owns the name and all of them fired him as their manager. I think Matthew is still the manager oh, of Destiny's Child salty? as a collective unit. That's why that's well, why they've been releasing music and it's been Kelly Rowland featuring Beyonce and Michelle and Michelle featuring Kelly. Because if they use the name Destiny's Child, then they're going to have to put some money in Matthew and his uh, other two kids possible pockets well, you know have. I, so what did y'all make of his so okay beyonce always acknowledges her father yes um, yeah i yeah and we get mm-hmm. that right we respect mm-hmm. um but do you think just speculate with me for a moment okay mm-hmm. is there like to your point Shar, all of them fired him mm-hmm and do you think that he is holding on to that? Like, do you think that's not, that's, is that something that he and Beyonce could not work out? Ever? You know, I, I, oh, this, this gets tricky for me because I actually was just talking to my mom because she called and did her review of Renaissance. She FaceTimed me and okay. did her review. Okay. Oh, and love that. Oh, she, love and that. she brought up something that I totally forgot about because, you know, there's like different scenes within this film where Beyonce, it is clear how much she values and bonds with her mother, Tina. But when teenage Beyonce mm-hmm. and early 20s Beyonce was a daddy's girl, she had that that song on that debut album, I Want My oh, Husband. She had my, be daddy. Like my daddy. Yeah. 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 I hate that song. I mean, <laughs> so I, I think this, that there might still be. Oh, that some... is within me. I hate that song. <laughs> I think the one where we learned they, they all have dad. matching tattoos. Like it. <laughs> I wonder if she's regretting that today. But I say that to say, <laughs> you know, listen, I'm sure that 42 year old Beyonce looks at 19 Beyonce, 19 year old Beyonce like, girls, sit. Dear okay. God. First of all, 42 year old Beyonce is looking at that fucking concert we were watching in Vegas, which was not 19 year old Beyonce well, we watched, with that we watched, diamond crusted. Uh, we watched, what was it? B Day? Was that the Beyonce experience? That we watched no, that was, I, with the with the diamond encrusted diaper. That was her, I the, am, body the I Am Sasha Fierce tour. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My least favorite. No, era. because the, uh, <laughs> oh god, those Beyonce has come a long way. We thank God. No, yeah, she had them little tip tip shoes on. I mean, the and character diamond, shoes were character. No, okay, very <laughs> much. fucking. Uh, but but I so really we, quickly, yeah, I do say that to we'll say. Continue. I think that that Beyonce and Matthew, and I say this of course as someone who does not know these people. It's just a pair of thing so don't slide in yes, my mention absolutely yes. um i think that they found their soft spot with it being daddy daughter versus client manager so i don't know if mm. they even talk about mm. these things because client manager was making them unravel I think that, that, that is a fair that's a fair assessment shower i think yeah i mean because honestly let's be let's be clear she could buy that buy that name 75 times over if she absolutely wanted to mm-hmm. but it could just be like a we don't need to, we just don't uh-huh. need to do this anymore. It could very well be that. Um, I think one of my favorite aspects of Renaissance, the film, uh, ob- obviously, was the mom aspect. Mm. It was really, really, really nice to see her uh, from that element. It was nice. Uh, what did you say earlier, Shari? It was a twisted a twisted relief or twisted something or other. 
I forgot what term I used, but you know, Mm -hmm. it was perfect. It was a perfect (laughs) term. But she, when she came down from that stage and we're all in this audience, right? So we all see this stage lower when she goes to change or do whatever. But to see from behind the scenes that the minute that that thing got halfway down, Rumi was like, mommy, (laughs) she don't give a fuck. Because kids don't give a fuck. They don't. (laughs) What you got going on, you need to make sure that they have their peanut butter and jelly sandwich or their fucking Nutella and breadsticks Mm -hmm. or whatever it is that they need in that moment. And so it was really refreshing as a mom to to see that no matter what she's doing, whether she's performing for 100 million people or whatever... This little girl does not give a fuck. She does not. <laughs> it ran up on her and was like, I need what I need in this moment while you're about to change. And I don't care what you have going <laughs> on. And then just to see the warm aspect, because, you know, everybody, we all have these perceptions of celebrities. They have nannies. They have all this additional help that they can afford. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see, even with the being able to afford those things, She's still mom to them kids. Yeah. And there's a warm element where you can tell she's still mom. A very present Um, and active mom. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like, my kids be with me. Uh And so, and my kids like being with Mm -hmm. me. And my kids like me. So I thought that was such a beautiful aspect. And then, specifically, her relationship with Blue. and That made me cry. And and Blue's evolution. I That was where I did tear up. Uh, I made fun of Crystal initially because she cried that. within <laughs> three and a half minutes of the movie starting. <laughs> but, Crystal and, but, and Latoya. Latoya sobbing. <laughs> oh, I know she was over and I know Latoya was sobbing, sobbing. ugly. But <laughs> um, I I did tear up with the blue segment because obviously I thought about Noah. Yeah. And I thought about Noah and the way her eyes lit up when I took her to the show and she had no clue because I don't, let her really have social media like that. So she had no clue Blue was a part of this. So to see the way that her eyes lit up. And then Noah, like Noah is a fan of mine. And it's so funny when she says shit. <laughs> like she will wo-ha-ha songs or, <laughs> you know, tell the kids at her school. My mom has merch. Okay. okay? And it's like, <laughs> but she's like a fan. She's a fan of my sense of humor. She's like, it's, and it's, it's like, it, it, I have an outer body experience with it, but then also that she's got this admiration, but then it's kind of cool because Traditionally, your kids, you know, don't think that about you. Yeah. And so to see the same way that Blue has that admiration for her mom and her mom has that admiration for her because I am a fan of Noah. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan. Of her. I can't wait to see what she does. It was lovely same. to see that relationship with the two of them as well. So and I that was that probably Blue is 11. Yes. Every bit of 11 that. years old. I mean, every bit of it, you know, just. And just, the Capricorn. Just. Testing her personality. Very much so. And just like, <laughs> my favorite part was she was like, goat. Mom, you are wasting our time with these fingers. Yes. She's like, fuck these fingers, Mom. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Can we Go to bed. <laughs> and and I think you the- know, and that was... That was cute, too, because Noah does the same thing to... Mommy, do you have to take notes tonight? You really need to just rest. <laughs> oh, yeah, because... And I'm like... <laughs> 
Because you are Thank a you. Virgo as well. So your Virgo jumps out as yes. well. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it sister. is very much so many like, ways. and I love that her so input is considered like B, B did not. And, and even in that moment, the viral moment where, you know, she's like, now blue, <laughs> now, now, yeah. bring it on down, bring it on now, down. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> such I love a black that. mother moment, but such, but she lovingly so, and the transition. She, and yes. I would say B, she had that classic conventional black mother moment that we've all had. But mm-hmm. what I loved about it, what made it 2023 is that she prefaced it by saying, I appreciate your opinion. Come on. Come on. Come on. I appreciate your input. I'm happy that you feel like you can share that, but you cannot cut the people off when they are talking. I'm a diva. I'm a a diva. (laughs) But Char, because you, that transition to her being mother in that moment, but like, I'm going to do it though. It was. And and the funny part was that. It was like so noted. But the funny part was that Beyonce didn't even finish her sentence the way the edit works. She said, you can't just cut people off. And then the the song starts. Yeah, that was an enjoyable Genius. moment for me. I was like, okay, I like this. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna tell this little person to be quiet? But you got some good ideas, little nigga. You got some <laughs> I don't ideas. want you to think that what you're saying is not true or valid. Uh huh. But I just need. You I just to be, want you to watch the delivery. Be, be careful of your tone. <laughs> Thank you so I'm, much. I am glad that we as a culture are getting away from children are to be seen, not heard culture. Yeah, And I know that's happened over time, but it's always refreshing to see because, you know, kids deserve their own autonomy as well. Yes, absolutely. We had to we had to tell Noah today as it pertains to dealing with adults. She was like, because, you know, there's a kid who's getting on her nerves and she's like, oh, he gets on my nerves. I'll tell him to get away from me. But she's like, but adult, I won't. I won't. And we were like, "Uh -uh, uh uh-uh. If an adult is in your space and you feel uncomfortable, you may also say, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) And we want you to be very clear that you can tell an adult who is in your personal space and making you uncomfortable to leave you alone. Yeah. And she was like, "Mm, okay, copy. So (laughs) I, I, I agree. I think that's, we need to give that. We need to empower them. They don't need to be hugging nobody. They don't want to hug. Yes. And they shouldn't have to be made to feel uncomfortable because they don't pay bills yet. Yeah. Like that's not, that's not how it should work. All right. What we got next on the list. Segwaying us though, still related, but you know, the girls down to the premiere, you know, Beyonce hit us with the platinum everything. The platinum hair, the yes. platinum dress, the platinum backdrop. As mm-hmm. a fellow natural blonde, I feel mm-hmm. empowered <laughs> to speak here. Okay? I'm sorry. I will, say, laugh so loud. I will say that y'all have got to calm down. But there were yeah. accusations that Beyonce was bleaching or lightening her skin. Because, you know, anybody that knows anything about hair, hair color, if you lighten your base, literally bleach your roots, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You will raise or elevate anyone's complexion. There Mm -hmm, are many times mm -hmm. where I, you know, especially on camera, social media, those, those kind of things, I often am not as chocolate as I appear. Or Mm -hmm. I am much more chocolate than I appear in front of Mm -hmm. lights, in front of, Mm -hmm. 
you know, when my when my hair is completely blonde, all mm-hmm. of these things matter. But neither, you know, needless to say, the Internet and all of these people got to type in real fast and talking about Beyonce wants to be a white woman, which is, yeah. for the record, the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Howsoever, Miss Tina <laughs> entered mm. the chat. Okay, <laughs> a mother, a mother. <laughs> and, and left us a four-page caption. Okay, okay, about how y'all have got to cut this. Y'all are some bozos. <laughs> okay, bozos. I love the bozos. Y'all are some bozos. She said, "I am sick." And quote, "I am sick of you losers and losers, bozos said, and losers." And she's gonna be pissed at me, but I don't care because that girl don't do nothing well, but mind her. Business. What I, I said, this is a mother. What I find most yeah, the interesting whole about film this. The Renaissance, where the whole theme is silver. She got <laughs> silver hair. She's standing on a silver carpet. She is in front of a silver wall. And I y'all, mean, certainly she would look a little lighter. Y'all, the people were bored. The people were I'm bored. Saying. You can't, you cannot pay me to think otherwise. The people were bored. And the people who already have disdain for Beyonce just put a battery in their own backs because they know damn mm-hmm. well that lady wasn't bleaching her skin. They know damn well that Beyonce Listen. was not lightening her skin. Y'all, we have seen Beyonce y'all both, for 30 years. Yeah, and she is for, a very, she's a light-skinned black woman. Not she's Paula Patton light-skinned, but it's but it, fair-skinned. Jade, you speak to this because your, your foundation is bisque, right? In, in that one. <laughs> Thank you, I'll Char. toss to Thanks you. So I'll toss to you. <laughs> Yes, Jade. I feel like you're yeah. more Please qualified, expound. Jade. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I was. So, uh, you know, ironically enough, this is what I was eating before <laughs> we started recording, uh, which also happens to match me. Um, and so I would also like to say, you know, depending upon the season of the year mm-hmm. and my sun exposure, it's very much winter you know, time. sometimes the pigment and the melanin dissipates and then can you all imagine my pasty ass putting on a platinum wig and a platinum fucking dress and platinum (laughs) shoes and standing against i will look i will look like a white witch I, that's what would still be, be very I much look so like black. I belong in the Game of Thrones, but still yeah, be as, it's just giving, as black as you are right now. But I look like a black woman because I am a black woman, mm-hmm. and anybody who would say that I'm bleaching my skin would be a, f- a fucking idiot. And they are also an idiot for saying she was bleaching hers. I don't even that think they believed it though. Yeah, I don't even think the people that no, were saying just this be really saying believed it. They were bored. Clicks. It's just for clicks. Yeah, they just be saying shit. Yeah. Now listen, I would like to say this, and we discussed ahead of time and i just briefly mm-hmm. want to make sure that Liz, we understand and have seen all of the critique around renaissance where it's being shown and so forth and so on mm-hmm. that's not what we were here to discuss mm-hmm. but what i will say is there was a very good point made that we ain't never really heard beyonce speak on certain things and there's certain things we don't need to hear Beyonce speak on. Mm-hmm. And we understand responsibility and social responsibility. And people need to put action behind their words and their um, uh, um, what, imagery yes. and so forth and so on. Um, but we don't know all that what everybody is doing. And we can't, and assume, so, we can't assume that because a public statement hasn't been made that there hasn't been anything done. 
um, and we don't know the specifics. And, you know, I just think that it is, it's more about, uh, for me, it's more about mm. like, we have to be cautious about how we in, enter the conversation. And when you have, when you're someone that has a platform the size of Beyonce's, mm-hmm. uh, my, my hope is that, you know, you know, you have to be thoughtful about how you engage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I, I am of the belief that, you know, there are things that are at play, things that are in the works, things that are happening that may not be public knowledge, um, but, you know, are still very much happening. But, you know, either way, uh, this is not, you know, our, our intention was to just talk about you know the things that are on the table not saying yeah. that the mm-hmm. the huge you know yeah. not saying the things are off the table but y- y'all know what i mean for for no absolutely we, we oh go ahead i Char. was just saying for me i totally agree with the, the both of you because if she were to release a statement through her publicist it would appear disingenuous but also to yes. jade's point we don't so. we have not seen aside from like mainstream you know, feminism contributing to that and and some things peppered in with BLM. We really haven't yeah. seen Beyonce, you know, speak to certain things. But, you know, for me, I do see both sides of the yep. argument Absolutely. as they have unfolded. Always Absolutely. have. Yes. Um, I thought it was yes. interesting. I did see someone make a point. Well, a few people make a point about, and we don't have to go into this, but I did see a few people mm-hmm. make a point about mm-hmm. like how Beyonce's criticism is appearing a bit harsher now because of this, because of a set of standards that she herself set for herself. And that includes mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the, the radical, formation. if you will, formation mm-hmm. video with new Orleans and Katrina yes. and then the black Panther mm-hmm. evoking that the black Panther parties, um, uh, imagery for the performance Mm -hmm. at the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, her and Jay-Z are on Everything Is Love, which was their joint album. They have a song titled The Black Effect. uh, And and they're they're saying Mm -hmm. that they're Malcolm X. And Beyonce's used Malcolm X's own voice and Don't Hurt Yourself. She used it in Coachella. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I do Mm -hmm. see when when people say that it's kind of like you can't wear radical activism as a costume, even if it is for performance. Absolutely. So I I get it, but I also see the other side of that coin as well with, you know, the black savior trope. And then Akia earlier, I believe you said something like Beyonce saying something likely won't move. Like what, what do people, are people expecting Beyonce to say something and then Everybody just to put the guns down, and and, and now everything exactly. is just you exactly. know, I, yeah, you know we gonna second think the bomb or whatever. And so exactly. I don't think that Beyonce mm-hmm. contributing her voice to the conversation personally. This is Shar speaking. I yeah. don't mm-hmm. think that it would move the needle much, other than create more <laughs> online fodder and hot takes about how she went about doing it, and dist- and, dis- and, distraction. Uh, and distraction because yeah. we have to be very responsible, especially as it pertains to, um, as it pertains to, to to politics and world events and 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 innocent people being killed and so forth. Like we've got to be really, really responsible with that. Oh yeah, you don't want to just 
be a person who speaks on on it just because you're like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Or everybody said, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. I agree with you, Shar. I have seen critique that is very valid. Very oh, yeah. I'm not a person who thinks that anybody is above Nobody. anything. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're having a conversation about capitalism and so forth, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous for Beyonce to tell everybody to quit their jobs. <laughs> I, just, I said it. I just I quit said, my job. I said, don't I, do we, it I, now. Absolutely, I thought it was, I said, now, wait a minute. Now. She's getting ready to send y'all <laughs> okay. down to the food stamp office. Do not take these words literally. <laughs> so I, I, I do think that we need to be mindful of where we want our messaging to come from yeah. and do, why we want certain people to say th certain things, why we feel it's necessary for certain people to say certain things. Um, I, and that doesn't mean that there isn't a social responsibility right. to be had. Like I said, Multiple if we're having a conversation on capitalism, Beyonce is a capitalist as fuck, mm -hmm. and that no, and and truthfully. we would be flat out liars to say that she's no, not. Seriously. But as it pertains to this, I've never heard her speak on a world event. I am very much invested in what's happening right now in Palestine and in Gaza, but I don't think that Beyonce is the person that I want to hear speak on that. <laughs> this, There's yeah. so many other people who, who I think are doing uh, a due diligence and giving us yes. mm -hmm. real information mm -hmm. that we need to have. And that's not going to come from Beyonce to me. And I feel like so that's not saying Beyonce is above reproach, no. but y'all might need to just watch where you want this information to come from yeah. and question why you think she needs yes. to say something in the first place. Well, it's just in the larger system. I think I was trying to say like in the larger system before, like, you know, there's so much attention being focused on whether or not she will say something that we are, you know, that 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 media time is could be invested, you know, sort of illuminating the realities of what's actually happening or, uh, you know, amplifying other means by which other people are supporting or can't could support. And so I think somebody like Beyonce understands the larger media machine yes. and would be intentional and thoughtful about how she moves within and around it. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't have any way of knowing whether and to what extent Beyonce is getting involved. All I'm saying is that I don't take her silence in the form of make not making a formal statement to mean that this is not something that she does not care about or is not right. invested in or would not support mm -hmm. um <clears throat> in ways that make sense for somebody like her to do so. Mm -hmm. Uh and so mm -hmm. uh do I love that that movie's being shown over no, there? Absolutely I said not. Oh God. I said but do and, right. and, and, what a and, clip. and break my soul being what a used clip. as a I know clip. and as I'm a, sure Beyonce is somewhere like as an anthem Absolutely not. I'm not with that at all. However, I don't know the machine behind exactly. it. I don't know how these contractual things yeah. work. I don't know all the ins and outs of that. And I and, and we I only we know the illusion. Use, and what she tells we us. We only know the illusion. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And we don't we and we just seen some white men lying to her <laughs> right, and lying right, to all of us right, in front right. of our faces. Talk so about, but no I don't know how all lens. of that works. Beyonce said, I can uh -uh, say I don't I like it. it. Girl, it's right here. Right. And they do exist. <laughs> And they do I found it. So can we get it? I don't. Thank you. I don't know what any of that means, but I know that I, I know what I see and I, what I don't like. But I also know that I don't know all the ins and exactly. outs. And so with that being said, I'm like, you know what? 
let me focus on what I can focus yeah. on right now and making sure that I'm getting the proper information and not just on Palestine, but on Sudan, on Tigray, on Congo, on all of the on countries even that things are, that are happening right, right here right on our home right turf. Here in the United right here, States. Which there's so much I think unfolding is a great while we're Char. sleeping at night. There's so much unfolding. Absolutely. And I Absolute, mean, you know, Kia. we were talking about, <laughs> Take it away. Uh, uh, you know, to that point, while we've mm-hmm. all been in the land of, of Cassie and Diddy, my and God, the, yeah, the uh, the the civil suit um, and all of the and Kamora's uh, house tra- mysteriously burning down, all of these things that have been coming to light. Mm. While we have all been down in the mm. the TikTok rabbit holes, watching all of the videos, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, there have been other things that have been going on in the United States politically, legislatively. Yes. As it relates to voters' rights for black people, voters' rights, just period. And we've all been so, mm-hmm. well, I'll speak for myself, I've been so subsumed in all of this, what's happening in, you know, media and culture that, you know, we're not careful. You know, the Republicans is down to the House passing all kinds of policy and legislation. Oh, yes. Uh, literally Oof. undoing all of the voters' rights work that was done in states like Georgia and Tennessee. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I mean by saying being conscious of how the larger media machine functions. Yes. All of this stuff mm-hmm. that that we are sort of being uh, beat over the head with as far as pop culture, you know, sometimes or oftentimes is used to distract us. From, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, what's happening in the United States, especially uh, mm-hmm. that would sort of serve and protect our interests. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because they gearing up for November. They gearing Honey. up. They, they making oh. moves. Okay. <laughs> we need to. Yes. Oh. <laughs> getting ready. And don't think George mm-hmm. Santos getting expelled or any of that. Don't think that that's getting ready to 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 change Sashay anything about how they feel. Way, George. Okay. Hey, Red. What are you up to? Just making sure all the M&M's gifts are wrapped and the ball is filled. Remember that one holiday party when we had no M&M's? Oh, boy. I still have nightmares. The cookies? Yeah. You used all the M&M's candies that were meant to decorate the party treats to decorate snowmen. You did it again, didn't you? <laughs> they do look cute, though. Bringing cheer. M&M's for all fun kind. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at after the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I am so irritated by this interview that was prompted Oh, from Z-Way. Z-Way. Okay, so I did not yeah. know about that. So I have I've got to do some work, but say, uh, do a little reading. So so say more. Shar, you want to speak to that a little bit? So you, we all are familiar with Z Way. I was a fan of her show yes. on on Showtime. I if I'm too. being honest, I you too. know, 
that infamous Andrew Yang video that went, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, viral. Mm-hmm. Z-Way basically <laughs> tweeted and invited George Santos to an interview. And he uh, retweeted her and said three words. Let's do it. And this has sparked some mm-hmm. some discourse as well, because we're in the land of should we be platforming these people? We keep rewarding habitually. We keep rewarding bad behavior and not letting these people just fade off into obscurity to the point where George Santos is yeah. reportedly now on Cameo, which is that app where you can pay celebrities to send birthday messages yeah. or graduate. And he's he's charging two hundred dollars a video and people are paying for it. So we're in we're in some weird culturally in the United States. I'd say we're in some very, very weird territory when it comes to to blatantly rewarding and amplifying, quote unquote, bad behavior. Uh, as far as mm-hmm. George Santos is concerned, I was only I was waiting for him to let the chopper sing on on his peers since he knows so much tea. Mm-hmm. And that's what he said Period. he was going to do or that was what the rumor was. But yeah, uh, Z-Way might be interviewing him. And at first, my initial reaction, full transparency, I was like, oh, I'm watching this. And then when I really sat <laughs> mm-hmm. with it, I'm like, is this something I want to run to the TV for? I'm trying to deprogram here. Mm-hmm. Like, is this something that I want to dive mm-hmm. into with knowing the way in which Z-Way's interviews work. Like, this isn't going to be yeah. anything. You know what I'm saying? She has the comedic twist and the sarcastic mm-hmm. questions. And so it would be for entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why put food in George Santos's mouth? Right. You know, because I don't know exactly. where proceeds are going and I streaming. Felt- like, yeah. mm-mm. Yeah. And they never really hold their feet to the fire the way that they think that they're going to do even when trump went on uh uh what's that white boy's name jimmy kimmel yes jimmy kimmel no it's jimmy fallon jimmy fallon jimmy fallon Fallon, you know i'd be forgetting when he went on jimmy fallon jimmy who claims to be a leftist i guess was giggling and doing the most playing in his his hair Playing in his hair, like there was no, and do I expect Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon is a comedian, do I expect Jimmy Fallon to hold Donald Trump's feet to the fire? Absolutely the fuck not. But also, why are we giving these people platforms to get up there and do the same bullshit that they're doing that are actually harming communities throughout our entire country? And George Santos is a self-hating individual. So, I'm sure he'll get a book deal. Why would you align yourself with, oh, he's going to absolutely going to. He's about to milk the fuck about to out say, of this. Because he's going to get a serious radio show. I see. I feel like the writing is on the wall um, because he's sort of behaving in a particular way um, on social media. I think he's really setting up the conditions to make for our... Uh, we're going to have to deal with him for quite some time. Yes, we well, are. XD said he's going to be on Celebrity Big Brother. Yep. You Excuse know what I'm saying? Me? I think he's going to, he'll, and he will eventually start doing stuff like yeah. that. Oh. Remember, you know, they like, put, the way that he's moving, a cameo? Remember, <laughs> they put, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, Sean something. Oh my God, it's slipping my, my mind. He was White House press secretary for Donald Trump. Oh, for one of those oh, oh, uh, Spicer uh-huh. is it Sean uh-huh. Saturday Night Live they put him on Dancing with the Stars uh, on ABC he sure did he sure did See. he sure did See. Uh, let me Sean His, Spicer yes Sean Spicer was on ABC's mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars after lying to the American people the so entire was time Giuliani Giuliani <laughs> yeah. was on Mass Singer <laughs> oh gosh I forgot about <laughs> that yes 
Juliet yes, was razor the teeth. And that was disgusting to me. That nigga put so many people in jail. Yeah, so many singer. black people in jail. I did respect. He's the solely fact responsible that, uh, for stopping Frisk. I did respect the fact that when he was revealed, Ken Jung walked off the set. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I really have to examine these, why these really things, why that. these people are being platformed, and why they're being turned into it's celebrity. True. It's true, and I think it's I think true. I do yeah. think it is a byproduct of Donald Trump's presidency. I know that's oh, not what sure. I'm here to talk about, he, but it is definitely a byproduct. He opened the floodgates, and that's yes. why the House looks like what it looks like, I, and the I Senate, do. and all of that. I agree with you, Shar, to a to to a degree, but also I think we always been goofy. We've been doing goofy shit for a long fucking time. I agree. Who is we? Ronald Reagan was a fucking actor well, country before he was a president. Yes. And look what he did. Mm. He he is the the sole responsibility for why a great majority of 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 us as a people yeah. don't have fathers or don't have active fathers. Uh-huh. Like and he was an actor. Turn, look at uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who yeah. was able to go into politics in California. And this was the fucking Terminator. But it was a bit more. <laughs> like, I think I'd venture to say, Jade, even with taking that into account, because I totally agree with you. There was still mm-hmm. it still felt like, like that there was a level of decorum and it was a bit more controlled. It was something mm. about that man. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. Swing coming out the gate, talking yes. about pussy grabbing and saying terrible things about yeah. Mexican people, and no one cared. Yeah, that got us to where we are yeah. today with all of his minions, all the Marjorie Taylor Greens and Madison Cawthorns no, and Lauren right. Bobarts. The floodgates have opened, and I don't know if if the genie can go back in the bottle at this point. <laughs> what? Because. Oh, he, it can. He, it yeah. absolutely cannot. He made it okay. <laughs> he made it socially acceptable for you to be like it's overtly true. and outrightly ignorant and racist. Uh, to your point, yeah. Char, like, you know, Reagan and them, they at least played in our faces and played <laughs> and acted like, you know. No, it's true. It's true. There was but some decor. Was, we, are, we are already yeah. an unserious country, yeah. but we are living in a very unserious era. Yes. Uh, you know, between all of the social media, all of the vying to be famous by any means necessary, yes. whether any. that be through politics and mixing social media or mixing politics and mixing um, uh, being an influencer or whatever the case. We just live in a very unserious era. And I do I do agree with you, Shar. I do think Donald Trump was a extra an extra layer of seasoning mm-hmm. and allowing this to happen. Um, I think he yeah, ushered in and a has new empowered era. a lot of this. Yes. Where, where, where people can openly save the blacks and it just, yes. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like into a say, microphone in front of a camera. I will say yesterday <laughs> yes. I went to a screening. This is really quick, but I went to a screening and on the way back mm-hmm. to my house, I was on um, talking to my, one of my best friends on the phone and on the car in front of me, it struck me. There was a there was a, a, a bumper sticker that said Trump 2024 with stars around the 2024 and it said, fuck your feelings. Right. And what struck me was that it said, fuck, it was mm-hmm. F-U-C-K. It was no little asterisk. Mm-hmm. There was no, and that no may stuff. seem so mm-hmm. elementary, but I just remember when there would at least be some asterisks or different characters there. But you the fact what, that this Char? person is driving around with F-U-C-K Shame. in big white letters. Shame, mm-hmm. shame is gone. Mm-hmm. We just I'm have like, lost it. Mm-hmm. The shame left a long time ago. Like there's yeah, just no shame. There's not like, mm-hmm. like my not grandma a proper, used to, Not a proper dose. No, my grandma used to say, you know, people don't have sense enough to be ashamed. And she's like, you got, 
You don't have sense enough to be ashamed of yourself. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You don't even have sense enough. <laughs> but, you know, when we get shame back, if we could find a way to get shame back, it's just like, you know, there's just a, I think, you know, in in the same vein of freedom and liberation and sort of, uh, sort of releasing some of the societal pressures to perform in certain ways. Mm-hmm, I think we, mm-hmm. in in many cases we've erred to the complete polar opposite of that, um, mm-hmm. and just sort of eliminated any sort of restraint, decorum. Yes. Uh, you know, just uh, act right. I don't, I don't know. Like mm. We just the <laughs> act right is gone. It's, it's long gone, yeah. and you used to have to at least like you know to the extent to like my grandfather talked about the time when you know my grandfather's a pastor. There used to be a time when people he would you know be on the street and someone would be smoking cigarettes or drinking, and they out of respect they would just not do it in front of him. Like they would mm-hmm. hold the can, mm-hmm. they would drink, mm-hmm. you know, they would have it. It's not like they would throw it away or he would expect them mm-hmm. to, but it would be like, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm just going to, how yeah. you doing? Today? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. so, but those, yeah. those kinds of things don't exist anymore. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we, we, I think we say, you know, I don't know. I think, we lost the balance, that uh, medium of like, you know, having freedom and sort of loosening up some of those more uh, stifling or staunch societal expectations. And it's, we sort of mm-hmm. just ran to the other extreme. Entirely. Yes. I think it's definitely yeah. cultural as well. Not to get too woo woo woo. But when I think mm-hmm. about again, I was having a conversation with my mama Um, Which I might have said before Mm -hmm. we started recording because I talked about her Renaissance recap. But Mm -hmm. uh, I if you all have noticed, like our news cycle is nasty, which we've already kind of acknowledged. But then like once Elon bought Twitter, you can't really even say good morning without being called a name or someone saying, well, it's not a good morning for me because this happened. But what was pointed out to me was that have you all noticed that this holiday season we don't have feel good films And what I mean when Mm -hmm. I say that is like there's a Christmas slasher coming out, a Thanksgiving slasher that's out. We don't have J-Lo running around New York looking for love or Loretta Devine being someone's grandmama (laughs) unless it's on streaming. Like that's we can't go to the theater and see an an all star black cast gathering around the, you know, for hijinks and comedy. Oh, not around. And so it's like all our media is just really kind of like. Zeus and and Slasher. (laughs) When I went to see Renaissance, I was struck that all of the films in the previews were horror films. I noticed all of them. Mm -hmm. I noticed that too. Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. like, well, why are they trying to scare us to death before Beyonce? Yes. (laughs) I don't understand. It was imaginary about the teddy bear with the imaginary friend. And then that one with the pool. I remember that. And then the color purple. I I said, this isn't on theme. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I said, wait a second now. Okay. Which I saw, by the way. I did oh, too. Yes. I, I got the, three I'm major only, critiques. We'll talk, Jay. I'm the we'll only talk. regular. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm the only <laughs> regular impoverished person that's yet to oh, see. Oh, hush, Kia. It's no, fine. You're, be quiet. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's move on uh, to something else on the list. 
So okay. you guys tell me, do we want to go uh, Nelly and Ashante or Jeannie and Jesus? <laughs> First of all, Ashante, Ashante is the funniest, most anti <laughs> pronunciation of Ashanti's name I've ever heard. Sorry, I, I, I say I vote for, for uh, Jeezy and Jeannie and only Jeannie. because of the recent developments mm. that came out with this that morning. old messy uh, oh. Jason. Yes. What's his name? Oh. Jason mm-hmm. Lee of Hollywood Jason Unlocked. Lee. A terrible person. Yeah. He don't so like I'm going to vote for them. But congratulations <laughs> okay. to Ashanti and Cornell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Expect- I don't have anything to say about them, honestly, outside of the fact that, you know, it's crazy that you have a baby coming in. You've got like a 30 year old. <laughs> two. He has two, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Two. Yeah. Two grown. Two grown. Grown ass kids. But you know what? When you're rich, you can do that. And he also and has all. a series of allegations. <laughs> but we don't have to wade in those waters. I, I have not heard that. them, but I am also <laughs> I not surprised by any that yeah. come out, actually. Oh, what a mm. time we're living in. Mm. Yeah. Gone are the days. You know, niggas would just act right. So what? So, okay, Shar, give us the give us the 280 on Jeezy and, and, and Jenny. Well, Jeannie uh, recently stopped by the Jennifer... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm only laughing because you just was teasing Kia about her auntie enunciation, and, and you, you said just Jenny. up here said Jenny, <laughs> Jenny, Ashante, All right, and Jenny. We're a bunch of aunties around here. Um, <laughs> Whatever, she know what her name is. She does. <laughs> Jeannie Mai, formerly of the Real, she stopped mm-hmm. by uh, Ellen DeGeneres' old studio, which is now Jennifer Hudson's studio. That's correct. Yes, and she mm-hmm. she stopped by the show. And Jennifer asked her uh, about, like, how she's doing. Like, a lot has changed since the last time you were here, girl. You want to update us? And Jeannie revealed that she was gutted. I find this to be so trifling, by the way, if it is true, because Jeezy, I'm hearing, is pushing back against this. But Jeannie allegedly, according to her, found out about her divorce through the press, like, all when all the rest of us did. And so that gutted her. Oh. Yeah. Facebook. I thought she said, was it Facebook? I don't know. I don't know the exact site, but I know that she said she found out through through the press. And that was like the the headline in all the news, because she's saying, of course, you know, she's getting back to her. And these people got married in 2021 and, you know, it's over. Um, And it seems like it's getting a little sloppy, which in the name, this is again, you all know that my mind runs a mile a minute. But, Mm -hmm. you know, Jeezy sat down with Nia Long. For that interview. We did. And then I did yes. see, I saw that. Clip. I went to go see Jada Pinkett Smith the other week. And while I was at the bookstore, <laughs> why did you say that? Like Jada that? Pinkett. While I, was, while I was at the bookstore, I was twiddling my thumbs waiting to see Jada. And I look up and randomly, I'm like, who is this attractive man? And then it clicked. It was Aime Oduko or whatever his name is, who cheated on Nia Long, the Boston Celtics oh! coach. Yeah, oh! he was in the bookstore with their son. And I was like, oh, I was the only one that recognized him. No one else waiting to see Jada recognized him. But he saw I hope that I saw your head at him. That, like, that you mm-hmm. recognized him. Mm-hmm. And I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> trifling ass. Ooh, and so what What was his reaction to recognizing you, recognizing mm-hmm. Nothing, but the man is very attractive. Like, very. I was like, damn. I believe it. 
Damn. I, I could only imagine Mia Long will be with a man who is uh, well, mostly attractive. We'll talk off here. But anyway, so um, <laughs> okay. really quick, <laughs> really quickly to speed this up. So she she revealed that on the Jennifer Hudson show and that made headlines. Mm-hmm. And then this morning during the rumor mm-hmm. report for The Breakfast Club, or as I call it, the shade room of the airwaves, Um, They had Jason Leon of Hollywood Unlocked and he was reporting on the story and he called Jennifer Hudson illiterate. And the people have been boxing all day on social media about this, which was totally out of bounds because, of of course, Charlamagne and Envy chuckled and no one said anything. They kept going with the rumor report. I don't understand why, though. Like, biscuit head ass Envy. Envy, why are you even still in the studio? Don't you have things that you need to be handling right now? I think he did it because, <laughs> and again, this is not um, this is not factual. There's speculation that Jason was upset because he wanted that exclusive. He did say that Jeezy was supposed to come on his show on Hollywood Unlocked, and right before he came on, uh, Jeezy canceled. And then, like the next day, the divorce was released in the media, and then Jason contacted. Mm-hmm. It's in the clip. I watched the clip before doing you all show. Mm-hmm. So I think because he wanted that mm-hmm. exclusive, he might have just shaded Jennifer and Jennifer for what it's worth, is not the best talk show host. She's doing okay, but she is not the best. Uh, But I wouldn't go as far as calling her illiterate. That was was below the bell. Jason Lee, this is an EGOT that you are speaking right, on. Right. And on top of that, this is this is a respected black woman. Yeah. Like she's not a great interviewer. I think from the few clips that I've seen of that show, it's quite awful. And when she went to the singing match, singing Beyonce with the with the little Baby, white girl, I, I said this should have never been. <laughs> That's my Chi Town home girl. I love Jennifer, but I, you know, not all, not yeah. everybody can be great at everything. I think she'd be great on a panel no. talk show. It's just something about her solo where I'm kind of like, hmm. But yeah, um, I, I just don't, and the, I don't think the interviewing is her thing, and that's okay. It's okay. She because don't need to. The things that are exactly. her things got her an Emmy, yep. a, a, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. And a Tony. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. so you know what, sister, you gonna be great at all of those things, right. and I'm not gonna talk shit on her. I, I don't think her talk shows good. I don't watch it, and that's just that. But the, to call the lady illiterate is hateful and nasty. And Especially because like, she, she stay out the way. Dark and yeah, nasty she spirit. Nobody. She don't bother nobody and she don't she don't bother she nobody don't. so i and this is like unfounded. and he bothers everybody exactly so here we are and i think people are just sort of recalling you know now he's given everyone the occasion to sort of recall all of the unfounded uh negative things that he has said against black women mm-hmm. and you know now he really swimming in it <laughs> and so i don't know i don't know i would be interested I to see what he how, if if he will respond to some of the things that people are saying but i've seen folks bring up remember he sided with evelyn lozada mm-hmm. uh when when she when she with said, OG. made the monkey comment mm-hmm. yes oh yeah he also uh said something he he, he said uh he said og had a hard face <laughs> like he, he said just, tyra banks very... looked like lizzo when she had gained a little weight which this is not like, an insult but people of course you know what I will Use say is one. that yeah. I have been scratching my head 
at, at Jason Lee's rebound, I'll call it, because I'm like, what in the Olivia Pope hell? Who did he hire to rehab his image? <laughs> and I it. say that he because he is totally <clears throat> legitimized. I went to the Hollywood Unlocked. They had an award ceremony. He was honoring Whoopi Goldberg. Babyface was there. Shantae performed. And it was at, at the uh, Beverly Hilton, which is the exact same venue that hosts the Golden Globes. I've seen mm-hmm. him. I went to an award show mm-hmm. back in February. He presented on stage with yeah. Cheryl Lee Ralph and just watching how his public image has not, well, his profile has been boosted, but it's also been a rehabilitation mm-hmm. of the Jason Lee that, you know, was doing the Hollywood mm-hmm. Unlocked even five years ago. I even know that he met with uh, Essence CEO Caroline Wanga. So it's like, mm-hmm. Well, don't you have to get off the crack to be on the rehab? I, you're still doing the same messy shit. So what's the rehab? I don't. That's why I said, what in the Olivia Pope hell? Because his profile has significantly <laughs> shot up within the past two years. So it's been it's been wild to witness. But what I also will say is there's only one Wendy Williams and we can leave it there. Hmm. There will only be one, uh-huh. one of one. So okay. and it's also the received one. differently. Another one. <laughs> It's also received one. differently when it's coming from a woman, when that type of vitriol sure. mm-hmm. is coming from a woman. So, yeah. And to Kia's point, mm-hmm. Jennifer be out the way and she don't bother nobody. So bother I, it nobody. was definitely she off doesn't, color. She doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's nasty. That's nasty. But to call her illiterate is nasty work. I personally feel like. Completely useless. We have been, we we have so many things, but we have been going. We Char, have been going. Is there anything that you want to close this Oscar de Grouch segment <laughs> out with our last trash of the year. Is oh, there anything that you want to touch on before we head out of here? Oh my gosh. No, because if I touch on something, we'll be here for another hour. You all know I can do this with you all, all well, day, literally I all day. Wanted, do y'all have y'all seen, because I think I know that what's that man, TJ Holmes and that white woman. Oh, yes. TJ. Okay. Oh. Re- really quickly. I'll do this one. Okay. So TJ Holmes. Oh, that's fine. No, that's TJ Holmes and what's Amy Robach. Amy Robach. Of mm-hmm. ABC, formerly of ABC News. You all know that I'm That's a GMA the black girl. And a white woman who was got caught mm-hmm. in, behind, uh, in the woods yes. or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Well, not and in now the they're, okay. they're, Oh, yeah, they were, they were they're, at a log Well, they'd be running together or something. Now yeah. they're I saw public, Bubble Mess. Now they're continue, public, they made their first public appearance as a couple here recently. And they have a podcast mm-hmm. named Amy and TJ that just uh, premiered. What? Oh, yes, I they have a that. podcast. It's through iHeart. <laughs> it just premiered this week, I believe. <laughs> Uh, but their their speculation, unconfirmed what? reports, according to page pregnant? six, <laughs> I'm telling you the story. According to page six, there are unconfirmed reports that TJ's ex-wife and Amy's ex-husband are in a, re- a romantic relationship. That is rich business. <laughs> there are reports. Yes, I find it fascinating. They allegedly bonded over, you know, the heartbreak and the what the hell of everything that just happened. I should mention that TJ Holmes said that there was no infidelity. They were fired because of their relationship. But of course, insiders are like, no, you know, his wife was with him for his birthday that year. And Amy was with her husband and the, and it, the timelines don't match up, you know. And so um, mm. it's interesting. It's kind of like, I, you know, I don't endorse any sort of cheating or infidelity, but it's crazy how this has unfolded. And I thought that this flame would have been out by now, but they're still going strong. And like I said, they just they have a podcast with iHeart because, you know, ABC fired them. And I don't 
think any other reputable news organization is touching them with a 10 foot pole. They've, they've kind of become pariahs, it seems like. So good luck. What does that mean? Uh, uh, don't let your husband stop you from finding your boyfriend. <laughs> your true <I> love. <laughs> and I liked TJ Holmes. I thought he was so cute. I remember when he had his BET news show late at night with I TJ Holmes. His BET, I do remember his BET yeah. show. I do remember that. I do remember. Maybe that. they, you know, maybe maybe this is people that the four of them people were supposed to be with. I don't know. Which is, would be crazy, but yes, those those are unconfirmed <laughs> reports. But there's heavy speculation and sources. I'm using air quotes because because it, it is page six, which is a function of the New York Post. Yeah. Um, sources yes. are saying Oof. that these these the people are two together, and I'm like, well, damn. Funny how that cookie crumbles, but also people want like a show now. Or, you know, call up the morning show, get the casting together. It's been fun watching, you know, the comments online and stuff. So that's what's going on with them. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> oh. Wow, that is, oh, that's who, oh, okay. I know who we can close out with. Okay. okay. Tiffany Haddish. Oh. And her DUIs. Oh. Well, I need them to take her driver's license away and her keys. What I will say is, this with all due respect good. to Queen Kia, who is a Sagittarian woman, which happy birthday in advance, <laughs> Kia, um, Thank you from so the much. date that we're recording this. Um, right. You know, you all had a guest on a few weeks ago that pointed out that there's a, an element of chaos that surrounds Sagittarian women. And Tiffany Haddish is also a Sagittarian. I got to thinking, I'm like, damn, Nene, Miley Cyrus, it's you true. know, Brittany and Christina, mm. Monique, Tyra Banks, mm. Trina, like every mm. every mm. Sagittarian mm. one. Taylor Swift. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's just a degree. There's a peppering of a little chaotic behavior amongst celebrity mm. Sagittarian women. And Tiffany Haddish just celebrated a birthday. I think hers is December 3rd. But she yes. got a DUI and she said on her birthday that she's going to be turning over a new leaf. And I really do wish Tiffany nothing so. but the best. As someone who is a red carpet interviewer during award season, I will say that Tiffany, um, how can I say this? It appears that she enjoys a good time. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, from and, my vantage, you know. from, from Char's <laughs> eyes, I can tell that Tiffany enjoys herself mm -hmm. a good time. Okay. And so, and then I even think uh -huh, back to that yes. video from the VMAs this year of her chasing Shakira around the arena. Screaming Shakira 25 times in whatever that food hall was. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I'm glad that she's getting help. And honestly, I'm glad that she or Sorry. nor anyone else were harmed with this whole DUI that's stint because right. she was behind the that, wheel of a car. That's it right there, Shar. Yeah. Because I got concerned. It's two times now that you've fallen asleep behind the wheel of a car. Once on a highway and thank God you were stopped this time. But what happens if there was somebody else and then they slammed yeah. into the back of your car and it ended up fucking up somebody else? Like, it's just so and dangerous too at many this point. Stories. so I do... We yeah. hear too many stories yeah. of DUIs yeah. where people end up getting harmed and the person who did the DUI like walks away with the with the with the mm -hmm. scrape, but they've killed a family of four or something, you know, being mm -hmm. reckless. Mm -hmm. So I'm 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 glad that she exactly. I, I really am rooting for Tiffany despite you know her track record because I I will never get that clubhouse thing out of my brain when it comes to her sister because <laughs> I was about to say I will never ever ever forget how she and fucking dark ass Jason Lee docks that lady yeah. 
behind behind COVID about facts. the vaccine. This yeah. lady being a whole doctor. This lady went to school and did her good work. Yeah. And Tiffany Haddish and Jason Lee and whoever else got on that fucking and doxed that lady and made her uh made, put her into a, a, a dangerous into a dark place. Yeah, because her address and n- phone yeah. number, all of that was out there. And then also, you know that damn skit that resurfaced. We don't have to get into that. Her and Aries Spears. Oh, I'll just leave it there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll just yeah. leave it there. But I'm you lifting know, Tiffany. She might just need to like fall back a little bit. I yeah, hope that's what I'm saying. Like you know, the recent events uh, would suggest that she has gotten away from herself, and I yeah. hope that she can get some help and get 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 back into a better place. Yes, I'm rooting yeah, for her. Last, I really am. The last few things we've heard about Tiffany in the news have not been glowing, and that makes me sad. That upsets me really. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. And listen, we know that she has a um, tumultuous childhood. Yes. And, and, you know, that 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 can display itself in many different ways. And the breakup. But at a certain point, you have a responsibility. Yeah, in breakup on top of that. Because Common's now with but Jennifer you have Hudson. a responsibility. Tom- Common can go to hell with his thumb face. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Something about him does not sit right in my spirit. Mm. <laughs> and I just don't. I don't know what it is, oh. but there's something that doesn't sit right in my belly, Shundo, about Common. Um, come close to me. He is from Chicago, and I say this is. as a Chicagoan. He is a, a light skinned mm. man from Chicago, so we can leave it there. What's his real mm. name? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty good with oh. knowing people's real names. I do not know. I never thought I'm to look, look up what up. Common's name is. I remember is. when he was Common Sense. Is it like but Rashid? Actual. I feel like it's something. Yes, like it is. It's Lonnie, Lonnie Rashid Lynn. Lonnie Rashid what? Lonnie Rashid Lynn. Lonnie Rashid Lynn. So Lonnie Lynn. L-Y-N-N. Lonnie Lynn. Yeah, Lonnie Lynn. That sounds like a no good name. Very niggery. It might as well be Tony. <laughs> too close. The That's double so L's like are too close to Lucius Lyon. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I just don't. That's you very. Can't it is a quintessentially Lonnie. black name for sure. <laughs> Lonnie Lynn. Look at Lonnie Lynn coming out here. <laughs> but listen. I Did too, you throw a Rashid in there, please? Undeniably black name, so I shall not. Oh, but we love it, uh, Dr. Kia. That's and that's okay, sister. We love it. Somebody's gonna look and say, "We know Takia Robinson was a black that's woman." That's right, like, and they, I wouldn't and have fine. it any other way. But you know what they won't say? Any bitch named Takia is a shifty lady. They won't no, say but that. a nigga named Lonnie, you can that. say that. And you know, that. Kia, Kia. Again, this is off topic, but I loved. I fell in love with that double name. I think professor or mentor that you had, Barbara Jones Jones. I believe her name was. Oh, uh, yes. You told that story on this show. I'm upset. That that is so black. Like, I'm obsessed with her name, so. She was very, very. <laughs> What's your name? Barbara Jones Jones. I just, she, I, I love, just it. love. I love. And she it. was very proud. That's why I felt no way about disclosing that. Uh, because <laughs> she was very proud. And she told that story everywhere we went. I want her on TikTok. She wore as a, as a badge of honor. She wore it as a badge. You found her on TikTok. No, I said I want her on. That's, that just sounds like someone I want oh. on TikTok telling me stories. So, um, yeah, like, um, oh gosh, who is that that I just found on TikTok and I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying her very much. Uh, um, her nigga's name is Charles. Uh, Charles, when she be telling Charles. 
Auntie Netta. It's Netta. Be like, Charles, Food. dinner is ready. Charles. <laughs> Charles, your lunch is ready. Charles. Let me tell you something. Is she that trying is to kill the Charles? sweetest spirit. I don't know. Yes, absolutely. Every single day, Shar. <laughs> I'm just like, I, do I don't see no type of no type of greenery. I'm not one to, to plate shame, but in the name of no beige plates, they're, 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 no, the plates no, are, are really beige with, with Charles's. With, what should be prepared beige. for him? Oh, it'd be like, so what you have, you having a cheeseburger with um, potato salad and a baked potato. And a double baked loaded <laughs> potato. A loaded baked potato. With she gonna with kill those that man by cholesterol. Bits. And then she smiles into the camera because she's so pleased with herself. Mm-hmm. And it has just brought me immense joy over the past couple of days. You gotta, get, so, you gotta get you watching Freddie Jean. Do you watch Eating Good? Oh, with Freddie I love Jean Eating Instagram? Good with Freddie Jean. Eat oh, good absolutely. My also, vegans? Yes. Good. I love Freddie Jean. <laughs> My vegans? I know you want some. I know you want a taste. <laughs> Wait, and who who did I send you? Goo, goo. Uh, uh, Kia. Yes, I, I think Mary Mary's sister. And she grows her own collard no, greens. This hold is on, no, not that not goo. That goo. Um, it's like this lady's she name? has like a garden, and she makes the best gardening with gardening goo. with goo. You got yes, get and she cooks before church, she her, and her food is questionable. She makes her but. Sunday dinners before service, and she'll fix her plate with her Sunday mm-hmm. outfit on one. On yeah. camera every week. Like, Wait, is that the lady with the with the wrap who be getting dressed with every Sunday with her husband? Well, I've never seen her do food. No. Never mind. No, no, I know who you're She's talking about. Food, the grown woman. No, G R W grown woman. She. It's no, not her. Gardening with goo with makes <laughs> Sunday dinner. That's what it means. Jay, send me, send me <laughs> that account. <laughs> Send me that account. Let me send you gardening with, with goo. goo. And I will get because all she her. does is make a plate and then say she's going to go enjoy Jesus. <laughs> and I just think it's the most in- wonderful thing in the world. <laughs> I will leave you she's all with hilarious. this. I just. You know who else has a garden? Yes. And no, I'm not talking about Jennifer Lewis. But Tiffany Haddish once had a garden that she bragged about. With she did. Greens. I hope she, she gets did back to on that. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Oh, I hope remember she, she talked about them greens when she came on the Ellen show. I remember that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Char. I I don't I am ashamed to to admit that this is the your first time being on Getting Grown, but it certainly will not be your last, girl. <laughs> no. Well, thank you. I it is really an honor to be on this platform. So thank you for lending me a mic and letting me uh share my shenanigans on, on this show. Of course. Of course. Of will course. you come shenan again with Please us? I, I definitely will. Anytime you all need me, um, I'll be here, you know? And so, yeah, we could do that. I love it. My cheeks hurt from laughing so hard. (laughs) Yeah, we have to come out to L.A., the world. I don't know. We're we're inching out into the world now. Yeah. So we're going to try to make our way back to the West Coast very soon. That was my yes, intro to you all. If we do some, my intro to you all's podcast was years ago when you all came to LA for something. Um, oh, when we did um, some with Cal some State. gift bags and women. Something. Oh, was it Cal me? State? We was it? it might have. No, sis. When, oh, was I it think the team it was, tapping fast? Oh, I, oh, team tapping fast. Maybe so. It was a lunch. I had a luncheon. No, it wasn't because I know Team Typing Fast is yours. It was something that you were a part of. It was like 2017, 2018. 
I can't remember. I we was did, working. We did we Cal did something State. at Cal State. Maybe that's what it is. For um Dr. Dr. Fred. Maybe, maybe Fred that's Smith. what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then Shar, and then I and I will always tell this story every single time. <laughs> when I was in LA for our very first live show, XD and I, me and Shar shared an Uber. Oh. <laughs> Look how poor we were. We were Char, in an Uber ah! pool. <laughs> Oh, you didn't, you didn't tell Kia. You didn't tell Kia that we did not know each other when we shared this. We were in an no, Uber not pool. at all. Le- was this before or after the show? Before this is before this the is show. Before. Where? That's so look, crazy. Look, and you were so like, I was at the show, from. and then I met you after, and I was like, wait a minute. Well, the <laughs> gag is you weren't even heading to the show because it was earlier in that day. Like I no. was like headed yeah. to the mall, and I don't know where you and your I, husband was so headed. Look what. But we were back there, and when I met you, I said, "I I know <laughs> that I met. I know that I saw you. I feel like I saw I, you I yesterday." I, I, I dialed in today. too. I dialed in too, and I was like, "Didn't I just see this bitch four hours ago?" We oh, yeah. You see, people can be performing and still have absolutely no money and have to share vehicles sure. with strangers. Look what the Lord has and you us. never know where it's well, going as to I, lead. Before before <laughs> I hop off, as I will it. remind you, Jade. I never looked at it as Jade ain't got no money because I didn't know Jade and I was in the same situation. So I didn't look at it. Plus, I'm a talkative person who would probably get on your nerves if we were not friends because I loved Uber pools. You know how many people I got to talk to in those cars? I hated it so much. I literally did it one time in my life. (laughs) Literally did it one time in my life. And I said, Lord, if you get me out of this, I I will not. I have done it it all of three times. And the one time one time was with you, Shar. That was the only time in LA that we did it because I said, absolutely not. You never know where this is gonna stop first. And I did it here twice. And I said, I will never do this again. Iconic. I'd rather take the trip. Iconic time in history. Well, thank you, Sean. We love you, and we're so grateful that you you came and spent this evening with us. Please tell the people where they can find you on all the platforms. Oh my gosh, I forgot we were even still recording. Um, Everyone, you can (laughs) (laughs) you can find me at Shar says so, and that's everywhere. And it's Shar with an S, so S H A R says not say. I know the getting grown audience is very Mm. smart. Char says so. Yes, they are. Um, and like I said, that's everywhere. Come see what I got going on. I got my hands in a few different pots right now. And I'm in, excited, as I shared at the top of this segment, about what's to come in 2024. Because I'm working on something. So too. that's where We're you can find me. Too, Char. Thank you. You have to come back and tell us when all of these things come to fruition and share all of your insights and stuff you're working on. And if you didn't catch that, Shar's information will be in the description box. So make sure that you click it and go follow and see all that she's working on. We love you so, so much. much. And we will see y'all for the next segment. Love y'all. Bye. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I deserve All right, y'all. Thank you, Shar, for sitting with us at the kitchen table. Yeah. Talk about a little trash round out the year with a little conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a two-part self-care this week. The okay. first, obviously, is Sunday dinner. Um I did not have the opportunity to make Sunday dinner this week, but I did make a delicious dinner today. Ooh. Which I'm proud that I was able to prepare dinner and record. Yes, I'm proud of Two different podcasts in one day. I stand. I stand. Really? I did. Uh, Sumac, I I seasoned them really well with sumac and a few other things, but sumac um, lamb chops. Ooh. um, Basted them with a little thyme and and garlic butter. I love a lamb chop. Um, you know, I went to the Ruth oh. Chris when I was in M- Minneapolis mm. for Ash, Felicia, Dr. Commodore and I, we went over to the Ruth Chris to have dinner, you see. Yes. Mm. And the both of us had the lamb chops. At the okay. Delicious. Mm. Delicious. Did you get them? What what temperature did you get them? Prepared? I medium. Okay. that's. Uh, I got medium. That's fine. Okay. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I understand, you know, I'm doing my best over here. You're doing your best. Sister. Listen, you ate that steak with me. and I, I did. You did. I said, would you indulge me in a medium rare? And I, you were like, if you just give me the end pieces, I said, that's, Let me that's the compromise sure that we can make. I can. I want to pick the, the don't give it me was the good. center. It was good. It was not bad. And it was good. It was not but, bad. So but so I yeah. did, I did a lamb chop. Um, and then I did some, if you were, if you were so wonderful enough to support and listen to the Black Kitchen series, then yes. you heard episode three on ancient grains. Yes. And so I was at the store and what did I run into, into the wild? Yo, Lele's Fonio. Oh. Um, so I prepared a pot of Jell-Off Fonio. It's nice. Jell-Off flavored Fonio. I did the sumac um, lamb chops and then just did a green salad. And we have some pita and some zetar um, hummus from the Mediterranean shop. And that was dinner. But I was just oh, so... Delightful. I was like, you better cook dinner on a day. You have to record both shows. That's not something I normally do. You better cook on a weekday. I mean, a meat and some sides. You better go ahead. And prepare the entire meal in 30 minutes. Yes, you did. Because lamb chops don't need long. And fonio, you prepare it like couscous. So you boil your liquid and then you add the fonio, fluff it up, turn the heat off, cover it, it. and then let it sit for five minutes and fluff it with a fork. And put, you know, your fats and finishes or whatever you want in there and then you're done. Love that. Um, but that's my first part. So that's that was that because I wanted to keep our tradition going. Yeah. And then the second part of my self care. So this is a little bit of a, and I actually uh, have not talked to Kia about this yet because I just got this idea. Okay. But I would like to have a conversation after the you know in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a guest in mind. Okay. So you know Noah is ten. Yes. Uh, and uh, she's 10 years old. She's going to be 11 next year. Mm-hmm. And we know what that means. Yes. We are in our tweens. Mm-hmm. Um, we are heading into preteen age, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. hell. Mm-hmm. 
And so part of that comes with your body changes yeah. and and all those things. Now, we were, and I'm not going to say everybody, but a lot of us were spoken to um, in the same way that the, that the coach spoke to the class on Mean Girls about mm. sex. Don't have it. You have sex, you'll get pregnant. <laughs> You're not bringing no babies in my house. Right. You know, Whatever the, whatever the bag was, whether mm-hmm. it be you're not bringing babies in my house, I just don't believe in you having sex at this age, fornication, whatever the ideals were that were fed to you around sex, a lot of us, I will not say all, mm-hmm. were not taught healthy, um, we were not taught in healthy ways how to care for our bodies, how to respect and love our bodies, mm. how to acknowledge the changes and things that are happening with our bodies. And so I wanted to have that conversation with Noah. We all know, we all hear the birds and the bees, but it's like, what does that conversation conversation actually look like in practice? Right. But then I was talking to a good friend of mine who is a school counselor and she was telling me about her, her students who are the same age as Noah right now. Okay. And I was like, I want to have this conversation with her. And I've, and I do say things to her, but I also realize they don't feel natural to me. Cause it's just like, let me insert this thing because I want <laughs> you to know that this conversation is okay. open, <laughs> but yeah. like, I don't really know everything to say right I now. I really pre- prefer that you not ask me about this right what? now in this moment. Fair. Yeah, and, but I'm I'm also like I need to do my due diligence because yeah. I want you comfortable with your body. But yes. like I'm not fully comfortable with your body. But that's then fair. what's my problem? Because yeah. I know that's not. Yeah. So it's so many things, right? And I was talking to her about it, and she was like, "Well, it's hard to have the conversation because a lot of us didn't have the conversation had right. with us in a healthy right. way. So how can you have a conversation you were never taught to have? Right. So she directed me to a great tool, and that is sex is a funny word. Okay. And so my self-care this week actually is to start to delve into this book before I start to get into different um, themes with Noah, just so I can do my due diligence. But also I want to have the conversation in the most comfortable way that I can with her. Something that will educate the both of us. Something that's not going to make her feel awkward or more awkward and, you know, weird than she's already going to feel having it. And I realized that a lot of us are parents or parent figures and we don't have those tools. Yeah. Like we're taught we need to have this gentle parenting and make kids more comfortable. In that, but we're, we don't necessarily have the tools. And so I, I, I know I'm not the only one who feels alone in that. I know you're not. <laughs> and I'm sure many of you yeah. know how to have the or you've had those. But I know there's many who are like, I don't either. And right. so I think it's something that we should come together and talk about so i want i wanted to my self-care is to get into this mm-hmm. so that i can try to it's a book about bodies feelings and you sex is a funny word um love that and so yeah i i want to do my be really intentional with my due diligence as much as i can as a parent to create a safe and healthy space for her and that means yeah uh updating myself on language and and I love that being intentional about how I do that. I so that's that. my self care this week. I, I want to commend you for your transparency and honesty and authenticity as a parent. I, Thank I, you, I think it's dope that you uh, consider um, and allow for and make space for 
Noah's exploration and expression of all of her thoughts and feelings. Um, Thank you, sis. Because, you know, like you said, you know, that's not something that many of us had the benefit of when we were coming. No. (laughs) And it is very, you know, you know, they call these years the formative years for a reason, because, you know, these experiences set the tone for how a, a lot of us think about these things moving forward in life. And I think, you know. I, I just think that a lot of the steps that you are taking is are, are going to help Noah throughout the course of her growth and evolution into womanhood. Um, and uh, I love that you are trying to learn, right? Because, you know, that's another thing that our parents didn't really do the best job of modeling uh, in terms of like... You know, developing new skills, new competencies, new language, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. new understanding, <laughs> new insight, you know. Uh, and, and that was also something that was limiting uh, to the ways that our, our relationship sort of, you know, made manifest. But yeah, I love that. Yeah. I think it's a brilliant idea. And I think, like you said, a lot of parents and future parents, aspiring parents will will uh, resonate with with that conversation so i think that's dope i think it's an important one one for us to have and i think it's important for for all of us to kind of uh think about ways to have that conversation even if you're not a parent because um a lot of times it's true um you your children will come to people in your life who are who they are comfortable with as well. And yes. so if we're all equipped, this is like a village yes. situation. Yes. If we're all equipped, then there will be things you know, that Noah just won't might not want to talk to you about first. Right. Um, right. I would like for her to, so yes. I'm trying to open the space for that. Yes. But that may not be the case in reality. Right. So Or not not even just like chronologically. Maybe if it's not first, like she'll have the conversation with you, <laughs> but there's nothing keeping her from having a question and asking Crystal or having a question and asking exactly. me or asking friend yeah. or asking exactly. any one of them. On to you. <laughs> My Black Women Self-Care is also twofold. I will begin by disclosing... Uh, my latest uh, Sunday dinner revival meal. Yes, please. We Thank talked you. about this uh, before. Sometimes my grandma would make ribs or like pork, mm-hmm. a pork roast, but she wouldn't mm-hmm. make barbecue. She would do like a brown gravy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And uh, I... I was my very first attempt at making at making ribs and brown gravy this Sunday. Okay, and I enjoyed it. I thought I, I think I did a decent job. Wasn't sure you did. Wasn't uh, you know? There's some tweaks, and you know you learn every time. Mm-hmm. So there's some things mm-hmm. I'll do differently the next time. But mm-hmm. you know, slow, slow cooked. Yep, ribs. Mm-hmm. Use the drippings mm-hmm. to make a gravy, and then put mm-hmm. that gravy back onto the ribs and back into the oven for another mm-hmm. hour. Or so very tender, mm-hmm. very full mm-hmm. of flavor. And mm-hmm. I just did a simple mashed potato and string bean, but it was a oh. good Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a good time. The other part of my, uh, you know, this is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a little while on the show. Um, but I've been sort of making, I'm still sort of working through it and 
figuring out, um, you know, I'm not, it's not anything that I am self-conscious about or anything, but I just want to be cautious about sharing my journey. And so I've been doing some research and working with my therapist and processing some of the feelings and thoughts that I have had around my work and the way that I work and how I think about how I feel throughout the day, how my work days sort of progress, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just sort of, you know, all of that. And I mm-hmm. was encouraged <clears throat> by my therapist and just other women in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about this before, sis, but to get tested for ADD. Yes. And so yes. I had my assessment. Okay. And I had been formally diagnosed. Welcome. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how uh, do you feel? I feel honestly, says uh, there's a relief. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. I I have been sort of struggling with feeling like something was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or that this mm-hmm. was some function of my uh, failure to manage time. Mm-hmm. You're my executive functions or, you mm-hmm. know, something was wrong with me. And, you know, the nurse practitioner that I was working with had, you know, she was really great and um, gave me a lot of useful information. And she said to me, she was like, you know, this is something I think that a lot, she was like, a lot of women your age and, and in your demographic, mm-hmm. professional women of color who have been high achieving throughout their lives, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They get to this point in life where they have accomplished all of the things that they've been working so hard to accomplish, but they still feel like they're not doing enough. Struggling mm. with this like insatiability um, or you're feeling like, wow, I have all of these things. I have the job. I have the house. I have the title mm-hmm. I have, mm-hmm. but I'm still not satisfied. I'm still not filled. And she was like, you know, a lot of people just work themselves to death trying to figure out what it is, but it really yes. is, uh, you know, about our our lack of capacity or capability to really sort of yep. properly situate and compartmentalize and mm-hmm. um, make distinctions and know when enough is enough. Yep. And uh, she was like, this is something she was like, it's almost like, a, you know, the lights are coming on for a lot of people. She was like, this is she was like, you are the you know, I've been seeing women who are just like you for the last six months. It's just like a revolving mm-hmm. door. So many of and she was like, a lot of this is we probably have been struggling with this since we were kids. But because we were getting good grades, nobody thought to look into it because we were Mm -hmm. going to college and getting good jobs and doing good, you know, functioning in the ways that we were Mm -hmm. supposed to. It was not something that was heightened or questioned, but she was like, you know, once we sort of get square on what your treatment options are and sort of get you in treatment, she was like, you're going to feel so much better about your life. Mm -hmm. Um, She was like, I look forward to sort of partnering with you to figure out, uh, sort of how to get you free from some of this that you've been carrying. So that made me feel mm. good. That made me feel good. I know that's good. I know that has to feel good. And I know that has to feel full of relief. Full of. Full of relief. Full of relief. Uh, she was Especially like. Especially when you feel like you're broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like shame because yeah. you didn't used to be broken or 
the things that you're struggling with now have never been a problem before. So you're wondering like what happened? Um, or you have been struggling with them in some capacity yeah. and you couldn't figure out what the fuck was wrong right. with you. Now you can put right. a, you can put a name to it. Or you were blaming it. other things for mm-hmm. this yeah. thing. So, you know, it is, it's been uh, enlightening. It's been illuminating. Um, and I'm sharing it here now to encourage anyone who may be feeling um, any sort of dis-ease like you know how you feel when you're in your body and it don't feel right yeah yeah or something is off uh yeah you can't get your mood together you can't get your your, you can't focus on things you're forgetting Mm -hmm. things you know Mm -hmm. it's not there's there is no shame Mm -hmm. in um Mm -hmm. trying to figure out and properly identify the problem and, mm-hmm. you know, if you do that, um, you know, having a clear sense of what the problem might be, talking to somebody about it really sets the stage for you to find the support and the help that you need. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yep. The brain is much like any other organ in that, you know, sometimes, you know, there's a shift, there's a change. There's mm-hmm. a difference um, mm-hmm. that requires, you know, medication to manage or developing yeah. a, a strategy to manage or a different practice to manage. And so in mm-hmm. the very same ways that we take ibuprofen when we have a headache, um, mm-hmm. if there are if there are things that can help us, whether it's a supplement or a prescription or mm-hmm. a person or a process. Process. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. We, we, we might have to change the bio for the show and call it two blackity black ADD ridden <laughs> with black <laughs> women. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yay. We're so, sick. That's where, <laughs> so that's where we are. No, I'm happy for you that you were able to get some clarity um, yeah. and it's going to be really helpful for you to because once you start setting up processes and and just things that help you to function on a day to day basis, because you can actually pinpoint what might be off. And there's many things that could be off, but you can pinpoint at least one of them. Mm-hmm. It's a great giant help and relief for your spirit in general. And then the unlearning. Yeah. That you are not broken, that you are, you know, just a little bit broken. And yet, but there's ways that you can be glued. (laughs) It's not irreparable damage. Okay. (laughs) Your girl been glued since fifth grade. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. So, I will keep you guys posted and updated. And maybe, uh, you know, in the new year, we can have somebody on that could help us sort of talk about this a little bit more deeply. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, hopefully share some more information and resources for folks who may uh, benefit from it in some way, in any way. So that's Black Women's Self-Care. Love that. Well, let's go get negative and head on over to these petty peeps. Let's do it. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey, honey. All right, let's round this thing out with some petty peeves. And um, so my petty peeve this week is I went to uh, 
a new salon. Um, mm. Loved my experience. Uh, I th- believe salon? I shared it. Nail salon? Yeah, to hair go salon? get my hair, to go get a, a retwist. Love and that. I, to- I think I told you she does like a full... You know, I did this in the favorite thing. She did. She does oh, the yes. full judge. If yes. you want the wash, yes. 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 the yes. detox, the styling, all of that. Yes. So, I go because um, I need a good detox, and we're in there and we're having good conversation, but also like watching things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of a sudden, I am accosted by. The loudest uh, radio that was not in. The, so it's one of those private salon, you know, where it's like suites. Yes. Somebody next door decided that we all needed to be listening to Lil Baby oh, no. or Gunna or one of no, one of you. those coding reps no, and you. just needed to listen to listen to it at ignorant levels to the point where they were drowning out the lady's tv in her own personal suite and so i was like is this a normal thing she was like it's happened a couple times she's like everybody in here who got businesses is young she was like and it sounds like it's the barber and they got their door open i said and there's nothing in their spirit that says (laughs) no nothing nobody else wants to listen to the shit that i'm playing right now because it's shit no like, there's nothing in their spirit right now that says, let me close this door because I could be interrupting what people have going on no. in the private suites that they rent for their clients and their businesses. Let me close my fucking door. No, they decided that everybody needed to be listening to Drake no. and that little ugly creature thing that's on the front of his album oh, or yes. whoever the fuck was playing. A whole mess. And it was driving me mad. I'm sure it was this. I'm absolutely sure. And I and I was like, is this a function of age or is this just it's a lack and I and it's not. Motherless. Because even in my yes. Because <laughs> even in my early twenties, when I would play my own shit at ignorant levels, I still was mindful yeah. of who was around me. Never played my music out loud on the train. You know what I'm saying? Like Never went through somebody's neighborhood with all my windows down at seven o'clock in the morning playing my shit on a hundred. Like it just was never that. And I can't feel like y'all just don't give a fuck. It was just like we were talking about before, like like shame, decency, consideration. Yeah. These things just don't exist anymore. Right. Everybody's just enough sense out to here. Be ashamed. Yeah. Everything, everything is everybody just out here doing themselves whatever they want to do. And it and it's with no regard for want. anybody no and don't want to be told nothing. No regard for anything or anybody. I'm doing me. And that's just how I just that's how people operate. Like the common decency that used to exist, the 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 regard for other people's humanity, for their safety, making sure everybody's good is not something that is commonly shared no. anymore. It's real. Like, and I listen, there has always been a nigga on the train who has played their music out loud. Mm-hmm. There has always been. But there it's just, it's just got, like you said, to a place where it's like fully selfish in so many areas of everything. 
Like people don't have any regard for anybody else. They don't know what personal space is. It's like they don't sense when there's another body in their vicinity. There's none of that. There is no regard for anyone else. It is a very dangerous and scary place to be. It is. And it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dark time. And, you know, like we were talking about before, like those are the things that drain you energetically and make and can wear on your emotional well-being and sense of safety um and peace and sense of fucking peace and listen i understand this is a very um this is a very privileged problem to have you know what i'm saying there are people who cannot travel freely there are people who cannot leave their homes and are at fear of being bombed on a daily basis or you know whatever like there are there's real world problems going on but right here in brooklyn this was getting on my nerves on this particular day which Mm. is why it is a petty peeve um but what you got what's mine is very petty mine is very very (laughs) petty because something I've just noticed that has um I don't know, it's just been on my heart and I don't have any other space where I could say something like this. Okay. So I understand that now long nails are trendy. Oh now, yeah. Trendy. Now yeah. the girls are into Long nails, designs, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it's not lost on me that many of the girls, like as someone who has been in this, been doing this for and many, consistently, I'll give you yeah. many years. I've been doing this for many years. Mm-hmm. Before it was trendy, when it was mm-hmm. something that I like to do, when it's still, you know, and I do for myself, regardless of what other people were doing. Mm-hmm. There are many of the girls who used to turn their noses up and say they could mm. never, I could never function. I could never, I could never wear my nails that long. I don't know how you do anything. I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how you live. I don't know how you wipe your behind. I don't know how you pump gas. How do you live? No. How do you work? What are you doing? Many of those very same people are now down to the city girl nails. Now, I personally can't do city girl nails because I personally can't function that way. I'm not talking about you, sis. I'm not talking but about you. It is, but, but it is, uh, you are absolute because Coco, Coco is tired of people asking her how she's wiping and Coco has been tired since 1990 of people asking her correct. how she wipes correct. her ass correct correct but there have never been reports that anybody who's been around Coco smells shit never so never you know there's got to be a way <laughs> but i just think that it's not lost on me and i see y'all now and y'all mm-hmm. think i forgot but i remember all of the ways how do you hold the pencil? How do you dial? How do you type? How do you comb your hair? How do you do those things? I now see y'all. And the girls, you know, the young girls, or the, I will say, I want to say it like this the newer trends of nails are longer than mine. Yeah. You know, the shapes, 
the things that they yeah. do, you know, and, and I mean, I don't want to say less functional, but like, you know, we're we're not getting closer to practicality. We're getting further away from it when it comes to Sister, these designs and the way fucking nails that Jenny on seventh does. This is what I'm saying. And but there's the, like, I don't get it. But now the girls is paying for their two and three hundred dollar sets. And they, they don't mind. But I remember when y'all was, you know, y'all was down to the gel manicure, down to the SNS powder. Y'all don't true. have time. I don't acrylic. I don't do. I remember when. Yeah. And I see And it wasn't out of laziness or not having the money. It was critique. Right. I also, remember when. And I ghetto see nails, now. quote unquote. Right. I remember when. And I see you mm. now. And I'm I'm not mm. even going to tell you you could enjoy. Welcome. Enjoy. I will say I I do miss the days because I felt I fell off from it. A lot of times it was maintenance. Yes, I didn't feel like doing it. This has always been your thing. It's a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying, and I get you that. have been consistent since for you've decades. Known yes. Um, but when your girl was 15, I would like to young people sit down. Story time. <laughs> When your girl was 15 years old, I used to get acrylic manicures. Go ahead. Acrylic only. There was no gel. No gel. There was no, there was like a pink powder and white. I never knew what that meant. Pink and white. (laughs) I just got acrylic. Pink and white manicure. (laughs) Pink and white powder. I, there was a time when I would get, when my Chinese lady would chop up dollar bills, (laughs) which was completely illegal, I realized after a while. And a federal offense. <laughs> put them on the tips of my acrylic nails and then cover them with actual acrylic. I'd have dollar tip French nails. It was you know time. what I'm saying? Cotton candy it was, a was a thing. It was a Cotton time. candy French the tip nails. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But we paid fifteen to seventeen dollars for acrylic free airbrush. Like I'd walk in that bitch with airbrush. a 20 free airbrush you can, and you if, tip if you, them if you got a design off a $20 bill you can get a design <laughs> if you got your design on two fingers hand design you can get yep. that for nothing if you got yeah. all 10 you paid $10 tops $10 yeah. $10 tops now granted they were the minimal designs and you know a lot of times they look like you know your granny's um Table runner. You get but what you also, pay for. <laughs> but also, they were free. Right. And we paid 15 to $17. And I want to say there was a time when they were 13 to 15 And then the 17 was on the higher end. And well, I don't I remember feel what like that was. There was a time where you, if you went like Monday through Wednesday, you can pay yes. $15. If you mm-hmm. went on the weekend, it was probably 17 to 20 17 to 20 And... And I remember when it like went up to twenty three, and I was like, ah, twenty three dollars, but whatever, I'm gonna do it. That that was a time when we used to get our nails done. Yes, that was a time. Yes, and guess who stayed with that? Takia. True, true <laughs> to it. I'm Did. not new to it. I'm Did. true to it. So when I came back to it and realized that nails went from seventeen dollars to, to two hundred seventeen dollars, hundreds of dollars, hundreds. <laughs> Uh-huh. I was like, oh my God. But it is a commitment that I have made to myself and I feel good I love getting my nails done now every it. three weeks or yes. so. You know what I'm saying? And these are my nails. So it's not like, you know, my nails grow out and I just sort of keep up with my nails well, as they grow. But 
You know how I my all my nails had grow. They were very long. They actually. were. And then they'll went grow to back. That new shop. They'll grow. Back. Well, they've they have they've they're they're long. Yeah. They're long. They're they're almost to the tips of, of my yeah. uh a prey covers or yes. whatever the fuck this shit is. Um but yeah. Yes, I love oh. it. But yeah, a time. I was, yeah. See, very petty. I just wanted to acknowledge that the girls thought no. I forgot, but I remember all of you Rightfully that turned so. your noses up and shamed me for and having that's not long to be nails. conflated with people with admiration. But yes. there were some of y'all who shamed called ghetto nails. And now I can't get my appointment because you got yours, sis. And I remember mm. when. I remember when y'all was down to the gel nails. I only get gel. I do. I only gel. Only get gel on my nails. I gel manicure. I gel. Now, could have been me. The girls got all. Oh, I mean, crystals and and airbrush oh, and hand design. They got three D designs. Oh, airbrush is back. Yeah, oh. this is airbrush. Oh, see, that's not the airbrush of the day. So you know, and that's what yes I'm saying. I think you know, that's another thing that changes the price point. I didn't show y'all this. The, that, the other thing that changes the price point is like, you know, the technology has improved. And so, you know, we've cut down on the chemical exposure and we've improved. Yes. We've yes. improved sort of, you know, our application techniques, the artistry. You know, I got a little, this is like a airbrush chrome. She did like yeah. some some gel on the tips. Looks it like looks like 3D. Surfer. It's very... X-Men. Yeah. It's giving rogue. These are rogue nails. Very rogue. Yeah, big purr. <laughs> but yeah, that's my petty peeve. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is another very lengthy but enjoyable episode of Getting Grown. Yes, you got one more coming your way before we are on an official break ski ski uh, yeah. until the new year. We will be we will be here next week and then we will have some very intentional gumbo episodes very for you all. So make sure you listen to those mashup reprises where we have picked uh, kitchen tables that we think you all would like to revisit. OK, we didn't just throw some shit at the wall. Did not. Um, but we will be on a break after next week. We will be on a break and returning January 9th, I believe. Um, so, you know, just be happy for the kids. And, we love y'all. And we're not going to leave you hanging. And we love you all for real. And sis, take them out. Tell them what to do. We also have something very exciting to share and launch in the top of the year. Oh, I'm very hype. <laughs> okay, Likewise. let's just say... You'll be safe and have what you need. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the meantime, uh, make sure that you are moisturizing your mind by attending to the business that is yours and yours alone. You want to moisturize your insides by drinking just as much water as your body can sustain. And finally, since you want to moisturize your skin, tell them why. Because it is the cold season. That's right. Okay. And if you're like me, You've been praying against global warming. And so therefore <laughs> you're happy because it's cold when it's supposed to be. But with that cold, yes. your black will crack if it's dry. Correct. Bye bye.
At Delta, we know Mike and HC prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, HC is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.